Welcome to another episode of Front Porch Philosophy. Um, we're starting already? Yeah, we're starting already. Wow. I, I asked you if you were ready, and you said you said something that was kind of affirmative, so uh, I figured here we like, go. Usually you piddle around with the machine for a while. No, I, I was confident this time that it was going to okay. work. Good. Well, then um, we're started. Man, so the sun we're, is Yeah, brutal. We're, we're recording a little earlier in the evening tonight, around 7.30, um, and as brutal. the days are getting longer, the sun is brutal. actually really quite warm on the front porch, I'm so squinting. this might end up having to be a little shorter of an episode or something if we just uh, as burst as my, into I'll sweat. I'll just close my eyes and do yeah. it. Yeah. This is uh, Burst into sweat? Do you actually burst into sweat? Yeah. Uh, I do. I don't. I, I drizzle into sweat. That's disgusting. But you actually burst. Yeah, I just will go from not sweating to just sweating. Profusely. I can actually like just it spews out of me at high speed, and it would like it in would all directions saturate others around you. Yeah, yeah, it's like yeah, a water I'd balloon. Rather, I'd rather just ooze sweat. <laughs> like a water balloon. And like just a little, like every now and then, boop. That's what I do. I think. Nope. Um, drinks of choice for the evening. I have a Bardstown whiskey that drinks a little hot for a hot evening. So this See. might have been. See. With age comes wisdom. Yeah. I uh, have just a little Japanese yeah, whiskey, which is kind of like candy. So it's like drinking a lemonade. Yeah, it's like a dessert. Yes. Um. So this episode is going to be the part two to the uh, part the would one. you the part one of oh. would you want to know your potential when we're talking about that show on Apple TV, uh, the Big Door Prize. Mm-hmm. Um. We and both finished season one. Yeah, we did. It, it actually we only had like three more episodes left after we recorded know, that last one. Um, and again, we're we're going to talk about kind of some of the new perspective that I perspectives I suppose that were introduced uh, in the show. Um, I also realize it's a very appropriate time to be talking about something like this because it's graduation season. Ooh, um, yeah. As we're recording, right? I didn't really think about that when we did last episode on my letter. That like, yes. this is a good time for this to be coming out for anybody who's maybe graduating from uh, elementary for our school, listeners. yeah, middle school, high school, college, uh-huh. a master's program, a, a PhD program, um, from other programs from which you can graduate, trade school. I don't know anything. I don't know where you are, but people are graduating right now. Yes. Um, so if you are and you're listening, congratulations, though I know most of our demographic is older. Uh, if we even have a demographic. If we have a demographic. I sub- yeah, that was bold of me to even yeah, assume. I know. Um, but anyway, so I, I figure this was actually a, a good yeah, that is time good. to be talking about these about things. That, but and, and, and we put that together. Yeah. Um, but yes, anyway, we, we won't spoil anything for the show if you do end up watching it, uh, or whatever, but there were some new, you know, some new ways that the characters were seeing this idea of potential that were kind of brought up and discussed. And what we, like the first one, right, we talked mostly about, would you, would you want to know? Would you want to know? Would you do it? Would would you, would you feel pressure if everybody else, like, cause you said originally that you didn't want to know, mm-hmm. I think. And then, but I was like, but if everybody else knew, then would you want to know? And right. I think maybe you hedged a little. I don't remember. Mm-hmm. And uh, so that's the same kind of thing with this show. I mean, more people find out. There's, um, and then you start to see people, um, yeah, they, they're they figuring out what it means mm-hmm. to, to do it without giving away much in the show, I guess. Um. Or there's also, we'll, we'll bring up, like, how much of your life might revolve around your potential if you discovered it could almost be crippling, right? 
we there's this one character who he finds his potential is sole survivor right and he ends up he moves out of his house with his family uh-huh. right and he doesn't want to be in public because he has this potential right of that he's interpreting of sole survivor as being the only survivor of some sort of tragedy right and so he can't be with anybody um and it it starts to you know run his life so if you were to get something like that i I guess it brings yeah, up the that's... question. I mean, if you if you get just like a one or two word thing like that, like how much of it is open to interpretation mm-hmm. and what you already think that you have in you? Is it just reminding you of something? Or yeah. well, um, in the in the lens of that, the the main kind of revelation that the characters come to uh, in the later episodes is that perhaps it's not just a it's not a concrete thing. Mm-hmm. that you're going to become. Um, they see it, some of the characters begin to see it more as like an arrow mm-hmm. that's pointing them in some direction. Like, uh, we find um, the one character, their their card says liar, right? And so for the longest time through the show, they think that they're <sighs> going to be a liar. That was, if you heard that, that was Bentley hacking. It, it wasn't me. Um, which he does frequently. Yeah. Um, they have the potential of liar, and for a while they think that means that's that's all they could be, right? But then they start to reframe it and see it as you have to realize that your potential is liar to be able to recognize that within yourself and not be a liar. So it's strange that in, in some ways, perhaps what your potential is is not what should be fulfilled, which was an interesting an interesting point that they brought up in the show. I guess um, two things listening to you, and I guess I'll do the second. Oh, boy. Oop. The second. There's been lots of barking today. Yeah, there's something um, in the air. Yeah. Um, so maybe the second thing first, it, it occurs to me, like, well, do we all have the potential to to be any of those things and it's just it's pointing one out to whatever this one is for that person because i think that wouldn't it be uh you know you know peterson jordan peterson says some of the stuff or you know even um, in, the, in the gulag archipelago and those things it's like we all have to know that we have that within us mm-hmm. and be aware of it and i think that maybe that is helpful in this regard to know that oh I have the potential to really embrace this thing that's not positive. Yeah. And uh, if I if I know that's my potential, can I? Does that make me just not go around as a machine? I guess. Yeah, I, I think that that's a that's a trap you can slip into when you're thinking about your potential, no matter what age or like even the, the way the question is worded. When people are like, "Oh, what do you want to be gr- when you grow up?" Mm-hmm. It's always like something positive. It's never like, "Oh, I don't want to be a liar," mm-hmm. right? That's like a whole different way of framing the possibility mm-hmm. of, of potentials you could be. It's like, well, I don't, you know, I might end up, cool. I might not fulfill my potential of being an astronaut, but I fulfilled my potential of not being a liar, right? right like right. that, that could be a whole different way of looking because so much of life is like making these choices that um, are inhibitory i guess and you're taking away possibilities which i mean can be viewed as a negative thing but i think if 
at least for me recently, as I've tried to make these choices and stuff, and um, mm-hmm. it's come to be something where I find it kind of there's beauty in the necessity of making a choice and cutting these things out and looking around your life and recognizing what's what's being required of you right now and not feeling limited by that, but instead yeah. feeling freed by that in a way. Yeah, maybe it is. Maybe it's even more freeing and it's opens up more potential. I don't know. Just say, for example, somebody goes, hey, Garrett, what do you want? What do you want to be five years from now? And you go, ah, I don't know what I want to be. But I know I don't want to be a jerk. Yeah, right. It's like, oh, so I'm going to do everything I can in my power not to be a jerk. And, you know, we'd like to think that inevitably that would lead you somewhere relatively positive. Well, isn't it positive not to to be be a jerk? Yeah, no matter what. No matter what you're doing, at least you aren't a jerk. Right, at least I'm not a jerk. Yeah. You know what I I can say about Garrett? He's not a jerk. Yeah. That'd be cool. You know what, if I... Went through my whole life, and then at the end of it, it's like, you know what? Hmm. All I can say is he wasn't a jerk. Well, I mean, like, those are the kind of potentials, I guess, that come out at the end of people's lives, right? It's not not in saying, like, they say the things that they weren't right. when they're bad, but I'm saying, like, the potentials that people talk about, you know, at your funeral or whatever mm, tend see, to be, I don't know. I don't know. See, I, I told someone the other day, I don't even know if I want... What? I don't even know if I want an obituary. Many times, if I see things like whatever in my college alumni thing, it's always, you're always tagged to what you did. Like, oh, he worked at PNC for 35 <laughs> years and he blah, blah. It's like, what? Well, whose obituary would say that? I, it would be, it, mm-hmm. it would be <laughs> nice if it was more like, you know what? You know, they had the dates and like, wasn't a jerk. Well, never, that's, never, that's what I'm saying. Never that, killed anyone. Yeah, like, that would be kind of cool. That's what I'm saying. Like, I would prefer, I guess maybe that's not the norm, I guess. I, I, but I would prefer if at the end of my life, people were like, he fulfilled his potential of not being a, you know, a jerk. Right. It's like, I really liked hanging out with that guy. Right. Yeah. And that's it. Like, no, I, you I could I, turn it positive and say he was a friend. He was a uh-huh. blah, blah, blah. Um, it, like more of the, the things, um, yeah, that you, that you just wonder, like, that's what I'd like to know about people. Um, because yeah, you could, you could be a banker for 35 years and be a jerk. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, there's, there's a whole different. I don't even know what a jerk is. So yeah. It's right. A, it's, this is just a very a broad word. script kind yeah. of thing. Whatever you, anyway, whatever think you people, think a jerk people is. People get the idea. Yeah. Whatever think. you think a jerk is, is. What we're, but I think that is the term we're so doing I, here. I like that you said that because I do think there's something in that. Like, yeah, maybe being aware or maybe setting my sights on um, looking on the uh, the flip side of all those positive things that people say. You go, you know what? I'm going to try not to be this. Yeah. And I mean, it's it's always. I'm not I'm going to try. I think I I want to be known as someone who isn't always late for everything. Yeah. You know. Yeah, and you know what? It's I think it's equally and as you know, kind of frivolous and whatever those things sound. Do you know how hard it is to actually fulfill that potential? Right. It'd be yes. like it'd be like fulfilling the potential of being an astronaut. That's yes. a really tough thing to do. Yes. Do you know how tough it is to not ever be late for right. something? Yes. <laughs> right. Yes. So, I think they're all. I mean, you can't really weigh the potentials either. I guess as we find out with gum, um, that. 
that was an it's actually an important yeah, part of the story story. gum right but it and it i think what the other thing i kind of learned in the story a little bit is some of these things take time to manifest themselves Mm -hmm. like you might if you got something and like something a negative one i guess is a good one you could be aware of and then you could try not to be that Um, but on a positive one or, or a nondescript one that you don't know what it means you can jump to a conclusion or you can let things unfold and then you make a connection to oh that's and then all of a sudden you just become aware right it's this sort of thing that it's like in the back of your mind and it's there but it doesn't have to be the whole focus of your life and one day you might find that because you lived you know life in a certain way that you just inevitably fulfilled your potential without even trying almost maybe but i think the other thing about and is there a way to maybe that you could the, live? The other thing that jumped out at me when you, you talked about like the notion of an arrow is, isn't that funny? Not in a ha-ha way, maybe in an ironic way. Maybe it's in, in an ironic way. Maybe it's not even ironic. It would be like a Kierkegaardian. Okay, humor, maybe, yes. it's, maybe it is ironic. But that the word for sin is an archery term that kind of came from missing the mark. Yeah. So it is so, a sin to not fulfill your potential. To follow the arrow. Right. Maybe that's it, right? But yeah. but sometimes it's nice. I think I just heard a hummingbird. Um, you know how jazzed I get. You do get jazzed over hummingbirds. Um, I get sad when I don't see them enough during the day. But then I have to realize it's not, I can't force them to come Plus to the Plus they're very quick. They are quick. So. But anyway. Um, so, but maybe once you catch it, maybe once you've given... If you can remember or get an inclination of the arrow, then it's, you know, maybe it's, then, then it's a sin not to do the best with it you can. Yeah. If, if you get that sort of feeling, I guess. Yeah. Or you go to a a machine and it tells tells you, you. then it, then your, your goal is. Are you obligated then? And is it really a sin? Or, yeah, because it's, it's missing the target, but like missing, like sometimes I think, and you talk about graduation, those things, people are like, well, I don't know what the target is. Now, maybe you, you have to declare the target for yourself, mm-hmm. say, not being a liar, yeah. and then try and, try and do that, and then is it a sin? I don't know. There's so many definitions of like what people think a, a sin is. Well, there's also just, just for everybody a certain baggage and things that come with that term. Right. Um, so again, if we're just defining it as missing the mark. Right. Yeah. I, I think it, it fits here in terms of not fulfilling your, so we're pretty much right now. I think it's, but I think there's something tied up in it of, it's not when you're in an archery term, it's knowing what it should be. Like, you know, the target and you have the arrow and you're just not, you just missed it. Mm-hmm. And that seems like it's a conscious thing. Now, maybe it takes some practice. Is it a sin to miss the target the first time you ever picked up you, the bow? Right, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, because no, no, right, is my initial reaction. Unless it's just a, and right, un, unless it's meant to imply that you just don't care and you conscious yeah. and again you know a lot of this discussion doesn't matter like we are kind of operating under the assumption that 
we've chosen to. This is strange because these people in the show that we're talking about, they do all know their potential. This isn't something that they've chosen to ignore. Yes. Right. They've been given something. They've been given something. Yes. So we're saying under these circumstances where you, let's say, you have been given this potential. Yes. Um, do are you obligated to follow it? Right. And but, interest. You know, with the whole liar thing again. Their obligation was to not follow it. Their their obligation was to miss the mark of being a liar. Well, they had the potential because we've decided that being a liar is a bad thing. And I don't. I think there's a difference between the potential and the target. Like the potential might be this thing, X liar, whatever. That doesn't mean that's the target. That means it's a potential. And then the target is not being a liar. Yeah. So if you were a liar, then you miss the target. Yeah. Maybe. Um, it's hard, you know, talking about this as people who don't actually know that thing. Um, and, and there's See, also... But I think the other thing is... Go ahead. I think that you do know the thing. Somewhere. You just... There's a, there is a part of you that knows it. You just don't hear that part. Well, because all these people, when they get it, it doesn't feel like they're surprised by it. Mm-hmm. It's a confirmation of something that they knew. Yeah. From the beginning. From some time. Yeah. They knew it, right? Mm-hmm. The only ones that, and it feels authentic to them, the ones where people try and like make them up and then live into it, it is un- inauthentic. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what, I don't know, but it feels like that's what we do a lot. We make up a target. And aim and shoot. And aim and shoot. And... And, um, but we know that it's not, we, there's a part of us that knows that maybe, I don't know, knows is the right word even. There's, maybe we don't know, but at a deep level, there's something not right about the target. Mm -hmm. And it's sort of, I can't remember, this was from a long time ago. Um, It might have even been in one of these episodes where we talked about how really what you're aiming at is a spot when you're actually shooting an archery, what you're aiming at is not the target. It's it's behind the target. Mm-hmm. You you want to shoot your arrow through the target right. if you have any hope of actually hitting it. Right. If you just aim at the bullseye, right. uh, it's it's more difficult to hit. It's, right. it's something that's through. So that's kind of the way that like I see it as everybody living out their own individual potential is at some level aiming at the same thing the thing beyond the target that living up to your potential kind of brings out of you. Well, I think that, yeah. So. I think the other thing is in the show and in, and in life maybe, once in the show you find out what it is and if you have an obligation, but that because you've built this thing up called yourself, many times those things required a sacrifice mm-hmm. or a change. And are people willing to make that sacrifice? Yeah. Because you've built this thing up with a 
a, a notion of something different. And then when this deep potential comes into play and it resonates with you, but there's a conflict of, well, what's that going to cost to do that? Yeah, well, um, as a small spoiler alert, there is the show sets up for a second season. Mm-hmm. And at the end of it, there's a question. Are you ready to take it to the next level? Right. And so, like, it's being it's a question seriously posed to everyone who now has their potential. It's, are you ready now to make the sacrifice necessary? Right. Now that it's been printed on this card. Right. Right, because it would be so much harder, you know, if, if you knew it. Well, I don't know if it would be, because, again, at some level, maybe you do know it. Um, but like if it was printed right in front of you oh, yeah, and you looked at every day, it, concrete. it would make it at least concrete. Um, it it manifests itself in this world because where it is is not in this world right now. Yeah. And when it manifests itself to you, like it would be weird. Like what would you think? I mean, you mentioned graduation. What would you think is when <laughs> when they instead of handing you the diploma, they gave you your potential? Yes. And then you went back to your seat, and you opened it. That would be... Holy... That would be intense. Wouldn't that be intense? With everybody opening them at the same time. Oh, my. And you could see on people's faces their reaction, right? right. The person who opens up gum among all of their high school peers or something. But it could That could be the best one. Right? You yeah. don't know. Yeah. But, but the thing is, I think it, we're getting to the heart of the thing... As you walked up, you had a notion that you've built up over all those years. This is high school graduation. All those years up to high school, you had a notion of what the, you had an imagination of what the future was and what your potential was. And I guess, would you, you would be, I guess for me, I would be hoping that I got the card, the card confirmed what I had been building uh-huh. to. And if it didn't? And if it didn't? I mean, it would be this probably the single most devastating thing that had happened to you in your life up until that Maybe, point. or or it could be very freeing. It's a reframing of saying, depends on you know what. There was something nagging me. I think I think you'd have to be in a relatively pretty healthy state of mind with yourself to be able to. Well, it depends you know, probably on what you get, like right? That. Yeah, if you reframe it, maybe it depends on what you get. Like if you thought you you thought your potential was doctor and you got liar. Yeah. You'd have or to go. If you thought your potential was doctor and your potential was like killer, right? Then you'd really be right. Oh boy, you'd be like, oh my. Yeah. So well, but you could still be a doctor, but your goal then is not to kill anyone. Yeah. I guess I don't know, but I think it would be. Wow, would that be curious? Mm-hmm. I also wonder. Do you think this is just as I was playing around with that notion in my head, like who would give it to you in this? show it's a morpho machine it's a machine yeah but what if oh okay two things okay go ahead what if one your family gave it to Mm -hmm. you okay like like when you were born your parents were handed an on like well no no. no. what i'm saying is they've watched you oh and then at high school graduation they feel they know what your potential would be. Mm-hmm. So that's one. That's interesting what they would, all the dynamics of what they would do. And then you and I have been talking a lot about like the, some of the AI stuff. What if it was AI 
Yeah, like you were saying, the the guy who wants to build a machine that records like everything, everything you do, a personal AI, and it at told, yeah. at the end of high school, it spit out a yeah. Like you had something that collected every single data point about everything you've ever done up until then, and every thought you've had, and every thought you've had, every every feeling, every decision you've made, right? And then at eighteen years old. You got a little, you know, you got a little email from this thing that's been watching your every move. And it says, based on this and people who, you know, fit the same kind of category that you do, you're going to be, your potential is X. And that was it. Wow. I um, don't know. I don't know. I will say, though, um, personally, going way back to the first question of would you want to know? If there is some sort of afterlife in which that kind of thing would be communicated, I would much rather know while I'm alive than after I'm dead. Okay, that's good. Like, I would not want to be given, you know, die and then be told, oh, well, you didn't do it. But here's one, too. Here's Here's one, too. I think we talked about, maybe we talked about this before. There's an episode of like one of the podcasts I listen to on Ramdas, who would say, and this is why I think that you kind of know in a way that you chose to come back. Mm-hmm. You chose well, not come back. I'll say it's differently. Yeah, you chose to but... come here for something. Well, I think, and then as soon as you were born, you forgot it. I think this has made me want to go back and watch that Pixar movie Soul. Oh yeah! Remember where the soul comes down? Yeah, yeah. Goes into that's kind of but it's kind of in knew, the same vein, right? Yeah. So, but it forgot like it forgot the moment you were born, and part of this is remembering, maybe, or it's just living it. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. So I think you kind of because we're saying we'd like to know, we'd like to be told. I I don't know, or is it listening? somehow and maybe this is forcing it from the machine i don't i don't know yeah i don't know it's so potential is such an interesting thing right because okay the amazon delivery truck just just drove by right let's say jeff bezos was given his potential of bookstore owner right right yeah that's what amazon started as it was a books it was an online bookstore right right and so technically he did just that and he still is that at some level or what if somehow what if he got the potential astronaut and the way he got to astronaut is through amazon because he has yes, blue yes. Blue, her, blue horizon yes yeah if that was the way that he got to astronaut yeah, like one he that. goes to space but you would not if you got, you wouldn't think but it, if you got astronaut at um if you got astronaut at high school graduation you would go to flight school. Yeah, you wouldn't go and start a bookstore. A bookstore, right? Right. So at the end of the day, uh, that arrow might point in a direction, but the the path you take. is I think so... it's almost through it too. It could yeah. be like the first. Maybe it's it's steps along the way. Yeah, like it's, it's like... oh, it was bookstore. Then once you shot through that, it's like astronaut. I don't know. It's yeah. It's like the Robert Frost poem. With the roads less traveled and everything, okay. you All could right. see, you know, it's that guy, the poet's potential might have been to take the road less traveled. Yes. Um, 
Or it would be very interesting just playing with the notion of purposefully, you know, is your potential escapable, too, is a question I wonder. Like, Let me say more. let's say you were given Liar, mm-hmm. and despite your best effort, your whole life, there still came a moment in time where mm. you were one. Well, like, I think what you're saying, maybe... What, like, maybe, okay, let's, let's use okay. Jeff Bezos as the example again. Um, maybe he was terrified of space when he got the potential of astronaut, mm, okay. and so he decided to start a bookstore. Okay. Because there's no way starting a bookstore right, could lead, ever right. lead him to confronting space okay. travel. Right, right. And then all of a sudden... Something in him changes. Maybe he doesn't even remember that he was afraid of space travel back when he got his potential um, in this hypothetical world where right. Jeff Bezos was given the potential of astronaut and started right. a, and But started I think Amazon there's a, there's an, another side. The other the dark side of that is, in my mind, and I think we do this, I know I probably have, if you got the potential of liar, you could just go, well, that's what I'm going to be. So may as well just may lie. May as well just lie. And if somebody That'd goes, very... well, why you're lying? Well, that's 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 who I am. Yeah, I was. I know. I know. We've been talking to your mom a little bit about, you know, genetics and pre predisposition yeah. to doing things. And it's like, well, you can use it as a crutch too, and just say, well, I was built this way. My yeah. potential is liar, and maybe he, or it could be my potential is astronaut, but. I need glasses. I'll never be an astronaut. Yeah, I know a Calvinist would think that your potential is inescapable. That's for sure. Huh? Okay, that would be, it's true. Predestined, yeah, kind of thing. Right. So there's there's plenty of philosophy uh, oh, that would, I, I that would comment show, on I different. I think the show is is good if you. Yes, I think it can bring up lots of conversation and lots of. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's an enjoyable little. It is ditty. It's supposed to be a comedy. I don't know if it's particularly. It's not that funny, in like a ha ha joke. I don't think I laugh. Kind of way. I don't yeah. really. I haven't really found myself laughing at it. It's definitely more of a drama. And I don't know where it's going to go. In, in I mean, it's getting a little bit weird. I don't know mm-hmm. where it's going to go in in season two. Um, but, uh, or if it's even been renewed for a season two. That's true. I'd hate it to leave. Well, maybe it's maybe it's good if it yeah, just maybe leaves. its potential was to be a one season show. Ah, maybe. And they're trying to, and they're trying, they're to, trying to subvert to shoot the that. Uh-huh. Okay. All right. Yep. Maybe. Maybe. Well, it's getting quite hot here on the front porch. It is, and the sun's like right in my eyes. So, um, I think it's gonna it's gonna be time to call it for this episode. Um, but thank you for listening. I'm glad we were able to get a two parter done. In a reasonable amount of time. I know that's crazy. It's only been like, it's been like a little less than a, a less than a month since we recorded that first part. I think. I think so, because then we did the one in between. We it. only missed one week. Yeah, because we went that one and then episode, and then we missed a week and then this one. So there we go. Look at us. We got. To, I know, and we even had to watch shows between yeah. that. Maybe our potential is consistent podcasters. Mm, Probably not. That not. one feels impossible. That to does me. feel a little bit. That feels hard. Well. Thank you for listening to our our conversation on the front porch. Peace out.